Welcome to the Center for the Performing Arts at Penn State. I'm Communications Director Laura Sullivan, and you're in step with previews. Most people know tap wizard Savion Glover for Broadway's Bring in the Noise, Bring in the Funk, and perhaps more recently for his fancy footwork in the hit movie Happy Feet. In classical Savion, audiences are treated to a solo performance that's exciting and unique. Glover dances to classical music performed by a live ensemble of string musicians. Later, a jazz quartet joins in for an unforgettable finale. With no set choreography, Glover improvises to the music of Vivaldi, Bach, Mendelssohn, and more. Previews editor John Raffis spoke by phone with Glover about his February 8th performance, new projects in the works, and his involvement with Happy Feet. Yeah, John, what's happening? I'm calling about um, Classical Savion, which you're going to be performing here at, at Penn right. State on February 8th. I think most people in our audience are familiar with um, Bring in the Noise, Bring in the Funk, which you performed here four years ago. But this is, uh, this is uh, rather different. Uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about Classical Savion? Classical Savion is a performance that I've chosen to do. It's basically uh, the dance against the, uh, not against, but uh, coexisting with the music. Uh, and it's classical music. We take on the composers such as Bach and Vivaldi and Shostakovich and people like that. And that's it. It's just uh, an evening of music and dance. You're so um, closely associated with dancing to jazz music. What made you decide to uh, have a program that was based largely on classical? Well, um, I've, it's just a matter of what's popular. I've been dancing to classical music mm -hmm. for a long time at several different concerts. It's just a matter of me just doing a whole show that had to do a classical. And what do you think that you bring out in the classical music or the classical music brings out in you in your dancing? This allows me to be more, I guess, of a percussionist at this point because there is no drummer or other right. percussionist when it's just strings up there myself. So this gives me another approach to the music from the percussion's point of view. I was reading um, in one of the reviews of the program, which I should point out premiered in New York City, I believe it was in January 2005 at the Joyce Theater, that this critic was saying that she felt as though you didn't just dance to the music, you inhabited the music and that you brought out things in, in the classical music that people may have never heard before. I'm just trying to play the music. Um, so, you know, everyone's going to walk away with their opinion, especially right. a critic. Um, so I just leave it up to the, to, the, to the viewer. You know, everyone's going to have their, again, their own opinion about what the evening entails and how they feel about it and how they feel about my performance and the music and all that. So. I'm just happy uh, being able to dance and um, do anything that I want to do, you know, or become any instrument that I want to become, rather, um, at any point on the stage. I'm not concerned with what people or what the critics or anyone feels because I can't control that. The musicians are right on stage with you. you you're actually performing in a real yes. intimate setting with them. Yes. What does that allow you to do as opposed to if you were performing to, say, recorded music? Is it as if you're another one of the musicians and, and you're improvising with them? Definitely. Well, they're, they're not improvising. Right. Um, the situation, as far as the intimacy, just allows us to be just that, more intimate mm -hmm. than you know, an orchestra in the pit or somewhere else, you know. Um, I've set it up as if we are just a, a big band, you know, a big orchestra. It's not like the orchestra and then the singer or something right. else. I'm trying to create an environment where we, or everyone exists on the same plane. 
the uh, the whole program is about what about an hour and a half, hour and forty five, something like that. Yeah. And there's no intermission. You're on stage like the whole time, other than maybe a shirt change. <laughs> yeah, maybe like we have like three uh, three minute interludes, something like that. Wow. Um, that's an amazing amount of stamina, but I, I have seen you perform as, as I'm sure most of America has either live or, or on television. And, um, I don't know where that energy comes from, but, uh, <laughs> you're obviously in incredibly good shape compared to most of us. Um, yeah, I just work out, man. It's just a workout. That's my workout. The stage is my gym. The jazz quartet that you performed with in New York was was the others. Is that also the same group you have on the road, or will it be another jazz ensemble? Yeah, it will be. Um, you know, probably some different players. Mm -hmm. I'll probably pick up some additions or get some of the same cats. Right. But we won't be a we won't be the same band altogether. Okay. Um, I would probably be uh, remiss if I didn't ask you about uh, the thing that most people are uh, are seeing you in these days, um, seeing you in figuratively, and that's the the film Happy Feet. Your dancing is is infused into an animated penguin, and um, I haven't seen the film yet, but everyone I've talked to says it's pretty uh, pretty remarkable that you know the the second you see this um, animated character start dancing, they see you. Yeah, it was a great experience, man. It was. You know, from all angles, from the technical angle, from the entertainment angle, it was a really great experience. Um, you know, thankful to George Miller, he gave me the opportunity to be a part of mm -hmm. such a film, um, and it was it was fun. Um, it was everything. It was cool. Mm -hmm. It was really cool. I understand that you um, have a new production company. What do you hope to accomplish with that? Yeah, I did start my own company, and I'm looking to. You know, sort of take uh, take over my my life, my career. I've, for so long, I've had you know manager and agent and stuff doing that, and I just realized that it's time for me to experience and explore what it is I know and try to put it to work. Okay, so you're going to be producing your own your own works now, pretty much. Well, yeah, producing and uh, you know, sort of. Uh, we wanna we want to. You know, go into a, a, a not a, an agenting type of thing or manager, but just right. guidance. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to guide um, specifically dancers. You know, Save on Global Productions is a dance found entity, so mm -hmm. we want to continue to take care of the dancers, not necessarily being an agent or anything like that, right. but just being some sort of guidance, you know, just a shoulder for them to lean on if they need some advice or um, just, you know, yeah, and producing better tap dancing shows and, um, you know, just making people, I guess, raising the awareness now more of tap dancing in that way. Well, I would think that a secondary uh, benefit of a film like Happy Feet would be that there's probably a whole lot of kids in America out there trying their hand at tap dancing in the last yeah. few weeks. <laughs> yeah. You may have uh, launched a whole new generation of tap dancers with that one. Wow. Well, that's great because, um, you know, every now and then, I guess, once something isn't popular anymore, especially the dance, you know, people start to say, oh, what's happening with tap dancing? It's a dying art. Um, what's going on or whatever, this movie will allow that not to happen again right. for at least another 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you can make another movie. Oh, that's, that's... <laughs>
getting back to classical Savion for a minute, um, obviously you're you're doing a lot of improvisation on stage with your dancing, your choreography, you know, second by second. But how much of you know you have the music? I'm sure you've heard this music a thousand times now. It's in your head. How much are you building on a certain framework and then improvising off that, or do you just go out there and and start from scratch every night? Yeah, I mean it's 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 from scratch every night for me. Um, you know, on this last leg, I found you know other musicians started looking at me in the wings, and when I was coming off, they're saying, "Oh, you didn't do this, or you didn't do that," <laughs> and it kind of made me feel like they thought I was doing a routine. Right. Um, I then was more um, promoted to do something even more or even different than what they thought I was going to do. Mm-hmm. So I always like to start from scratch. And once one person or some people say, you know, oh, it's a routine or something like that, that even tells me more to want to do something different or at least just try to explore my time out there. Right. You know, most of us who go to classical music concerts are used to going to a concert hall and sitting in the dark and it's quiet and the musicians are on stage playing. But this is this is going to be a really different experience, I think, for a lot of people because they are going to be able to interact with you. How do, how do you feel audiences react to, to this performance? Are they unsure at first how they should react or do they get into it? I mean, it, it varies. You know, we, we get into some... Sometimes where they treat it like it's a rock show, you know, uh-huh. and they're jumping up right after the first number. Right. Um, and then we get to some places where, yeah, it is treated as if as if this as if it is um, a, a concert, a concert, a classical concert. So, I mean, my my intentions with this is to pay respects to the classical entity uh, through the dance, and then allow the audience and those who follow classical music to feel my energy with you know our, our last movement which we bring on the jazz just to feel my energy infusing the two mm-hmm. um, so I, I try to just pay respect in all areas to the music the last piece is called stars and stripes forever for now I know that that's obviously based on a, a John Philip Sousa piece, but it's clearly adapted in some way. Did you adapt it, or did your musical director adapt it? And and is it somehow? I adapted it. I, it's my conversion. <laughs> okay. I I understand it may have been influenced a bit by John Coltrane's uh, take on uh, my favorite things. Oh yeah, heavy heavy influence. Uh-huh. Um, heavy influence on John Coltrane's take. And, um, yeah, I feel like this is my, I'll, I will probably do this song forever. When the jazz musicians come on for that last piece, do the classical music musicians also play in that piece, or, or does it yeah, depend on the yeah, evening? That's, yeah, that's coming together of, every, of the whole evening. Right, right. Sounds good. Okay, cool, man. I hope everything works out for you. Tickets are on sale now for Classical Savion, starring Savion Glover. Thursday, February 8th at 7.30 p.m. in Penn State's Eisenhower Auditorium. Purchase online at www.cpa.psu.edu or by phone at 1-800-ARTS-TIX. For the Center for the Performing Arts, I'm Laura Sullivan.